So what kind of properties do you guys lend on? What makes you stand out amongst other lenders? What regions are you focused on? What's the weirdest loan you have to process? What are you seeing in the market? What are your preferred loan parameters? Tell us about your underwriting process. How did you get into the lending space? This is BIPS, your peek into the lender landscape, where we get into the minds of leading commercial real estate lenders to understand their perspective of the market, what they lend on, and how to get deals done. I'm Kimberly Zarbler and your host, and this is my co-host, my older and wiser brother, Yaku Zar. Wait, wait, were you being sarcastic? Today, we're here with John DePasquale from Ready Capital. John has been a managing broker and a leader in client relationships and new business in the commercial real estate and banking industry since 2000. That's more than 20 years. He graduated with a bachelor's in finance from the University of Scranton and has earned MBA and MSA postgraduate degrees. Since 2016, John has focused on non-bank lending in the CRE market. Today, John is the VP of National Loan Originations at Ready Capital. And although his role is national in scope, John, a Long Island native, allocates a large concentration of time to serving the broker market in the Northeast. John, we're thrilled to have you today on BIPs. I'm sure you've been answering this question a lot, but how have you been holding up amidst all this craziness? That is the million dollar question. But first, I want to say thanks, guys, for having me. Appreciate the opportunity to speak with you here. But yes, that has been the question that everyone's been asking me. These are definitely challenging times. And I would say initially, things seemed pretty bleak. But as the weeks have gone on and we're understanding what's going on with this COVID virus, I think lenders and the market in general is adapting. And I feel that we've come out of it a lot quicker and a little bit stronger than I thought and anticipated. I really kind of felt like there was an end of the world feeling, as I'm sure most of you did. Um, But although I'm not saying I think the market is back and open for business, I do think that things look a lot brighter than my initial reaction was to the situation. That's awesome. I agree. I think you know we're definitely feeling that and the glimmers of hope are starting to shine through. John, you've been at Ready Capital for a bit. Tell us a little of what kind of deals you've been focusing on there and what you've sort of seeing overall at Ready Capital. So we focus on non-owner occupied commercial real estate and that really carries across most asset classes. I tend to have more fixed following in the multifamily side, but Ready Capital, we do focus across the asset classes. Like I said, I am more of a stabilized non-owner occupied lender, but we do also have a focus on bridge. In this environment, what are you guys focused on? Are you still closing bridge loans? Are you sort of waiting and seeing? So what ReadyCap has done is they've kind of take a proactive uh, approach to the situation. When everything went down initially in the middle of March, we've kind of taken a step back to evaluate the markets. We still are actively lending on the Freddie Mac multifamily side. Um, we're out originating, closing, really using that product to keep operations going. Freddie, obviously, as everybody knows, they're fixated on providing financing in the multifamily markets. So it's been kind of a blessing to be at a shop where you have multiple tools to choose from. And so although we are taking a pause on the fixed rate and bridge to see where the market goes, we are, have been very active in seeking out new Freddie Mac SBL opportunities. Cool. Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about that, your focus on you know across the spectrum. Current situation aside, walk us through sort of what the different products that you guys offer are. And I'm sure you know there's obviously a lot of value to being able to have menu of options when someone's working with you. So walk us through a little bit of those products, please. Great. Yes, absolutely. So we are Freddie Mac Small Balance Wholesalers. So we do have the SBL program, which there are 11 other seller services out there. Definitely a great tool, national product, gained popularity over the last several years. And I'm sure that 
a lot of your listeners are going to be very familiar with that. Yep. But what I do like about Ready Capital is we do have a fixed rate program that we offer that can consider all asset classes, not just multifamily. And one of the great parts about it is, I don't want to say we're a story lender, but we really can sit down with somebody and we want to hear the story. What is going on with this property? Help us understand what you need. And we can tailor and structure a loan specific to really what's in the best interest of the borrower. And I, I think having that kind of one-two punch for me has made all the difference as compared to other situations where I've been in as a lender in the past. And then also as a third product, we do have a bridge program, which we are very active in the market. And I think bridge is one of our leading products, actually. Not my specialty per se, but it's definitely great to have the ability to you know, approach the market from those three different perspectives. Awesome, John. Can you tell us a little bit more about some recent transactions that you've closed? Yes, absolutely. We'd love to. So two that come to mind, transaction we had in Minnesota, multifamily transaction, new broker, essentially going to be one of his first deals that he has a chance of winning, calls me up excited to bring me the deal. Multifamily seems like a layup. And then he hits me with, hey, we have 20 days to close. Time of the essence. The guy really needs to get this done. Can you help me? So even though it was a stabilized property, in order to get this in-house, I went to my team. I said, hey, can we execute bridge transaction here to help this broker and his borrower close on this deal? And so the team was on board. We were able to bring it in. We were able to close and meet the timeline. And so the great part about it was for the broker, it was his first closed deal. So he was forever grateful. But then even better, shortly after, we were able to transition into a long-term product with Freddie Mac SBL. And so, you know, we not only got him his first closing, but shortly after his second. And so I think it's one of the things that highlights some of the ability I have to help my broker clients as far as get things done, the ability to kind of, you know, roll with the punches, if you will, and transition across products to get a deal done. That's awesome. I had a transaction also last year, a little challenging. We had something in underwriting with Freddie Mac SBL, 10 over one in Brooklyn, great property, definitely should normally have been a layup. But right about the time we were in underwriting, the new uh, bread stabilization laws and updates came out, and it really kind of shook the market a little bit there for a little while. People were worried about cap rates, so values were in question. They wanted us to go back and get another appraisal. Just a, a lot of things were changing uh, mid-underwriting, and unfortunately, terms were changing, and the bar was not very happy with us. Uh, but what we were able to do, we were able to transition into our fixed rate program. And because we have the ability to structure and meet the particular needs for our borrowers with that program, with help of some of the people at Ready Capital, we were able to put together a structure that the borrower was very happy with and get them to a loan product and save a closing. So another example of you know going across our product suite and being able to make sure that deals close. Because as you guys know, and any broker that you'll talk to, a certainty of execution is the most important thing. So having the ability to kind of save a transaction with an alternate product was, I think, a big key for us. That flexibility sounds really helpful. I'm sure there's a lot of situations where clients could really benefit from multiple options that are available and that sort of multi-step bridge to permanent as well um, could be really helpful. Absolutely. I agree. And there are a lot of lenders out there that have multiple products. But one of the things that I think works well here for me with Freddie Capital is just the communication across the different teams and the processors that work in those departments. Definitely key for everyone to be pulling in the same direction. And I think we have that here. Tell us a little bit about how you guys have been operating with quarantine. Are you, I assume everyone's working from home. How's that been? Yes, everybody's in work from home mode. You know, For me, not much has changed. I've been a remote employee for probably the last six, seven years of my career. Oh, wow. Yep. 
So for me, it's business as usual. So nothing's really changed. I mean, maybe a little different because like a lot of people, you know, I have small kids and so they're home all day, but I'm able to kind of escape into the home office, which is nice. But the technology and the way that ReadyCap approaches it, I haven't missed a beat as far as that goes. And so for the rest of the team, they're working from home too. And for me, just I'm never in the office, but I can't tell. Yeah. Uh, where where are you working everything. from, John? Where do you work from? Where are you based? Suff- out in Suffolk County on Long Island. Oh, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I spend most of my time doing business in the Northeast, coming to the city quite often, because that's where the majority of my broker clients are. Sure. But when I'm not on the road, you know, stationed here in my nice uh, home office on Long Island. So nothing's really changed. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. So for the borrowers who are at home and they're dealing with the effects of COVID, what would you suggest borrowers should be doing? Do you have some specific advice for borrowers? Absolutely. So I deal mostly with brokers too. So just let me preface that. Like my direct contact my, to the market is broker-based. And so what I would think that brokers would want to be doing with their borrowers is I think if you're coming to market looking for financing you know, during what is obviously challenging times, I think you need to be very detailed with your documentation. Have all your I's dotted and T's crossed and make sure that you know, you're presenting a clear and full package to the lender. Because right now, I think, you know, just my perspective, I think even lenders that are out there lending, they're a little nervous about the situation. I'm not saying lenders are looking for reasons to not lend, but you know, if there was ever a chance for a lender to back away from a deal, it would be because of an incomplete package or maybe something that doesn't tell the right story. So I think if you're going looking for financing right now, very diligent, to, sounds like you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Were you guys involved in the PPP program? Oh, yes, absolutely. Ready Capital really dove into the PPP program, saw an opportunity there to make a difference, to help borrowers and business owners out there. And they really got involved and they took in over 40,000 applications. Wow. Wow. Absolutely. One of the top app takers in the PPP program. And so it's really been an amazing synchronization across the departments. The technology they put up for people to put their applications through online has just been great. And obviously, everything's a work in progress, but I really think they did a great job of adapting, tackling the situation, and really taking on a lot of responsibility. And you know, not to do too much self-promotion for the company here, but just from hearing in the market, you know, a lot of lenders were like, yeah, great, we're open for business with the PPP, but we're only going to take existing clients and people with loan opportunities over $100,000. Yep. And so Ready Capital went out there and said, hey, we'll take non-clients and we'll take any loan size and we want to try to help people get money in their accounts and keep their businesses going. That's awesome. So, so yeah, that's the thing also pretty, that we've seen, like a lot of lenders were super busy with that program and sort of maintaining portfolio, et cetera. So back to your point of diligence, right? It's one of those things where if, you know, it takes sometimes a couple of days to review what you sent in. So anything that's missing, just starts that cycle all over again. So, you know, we've seen it be really important as well, like have everything ready, be clear, be specific so that we don't, you know, enter that, you know, four or five day cycle of requests, et cetera. Things that might usually take a day or two is now three, four days and then it comes back and back again. Absolutely. You know, I mean, it sounds completely obvious, but, you know, in the multifamily world, you're looking to refinance a multifamily property. Don't present your package with a February 1st rent roll and collections history, right? I mean, everybody knows it's a new world, April 1st, and now we're into May. So lenders are going to want to see the latest collection report and just make sure that, you know, they get into a situation where, you know, a landlord is able to collect from his tenant. Yeah, absolutely. John, so we always hear these funny stories from lenders about site inspections and what might have happened there. Do you have any funny stories? Anything you can share with us? I do, actually. I do have one that comes to mind last year. How long? We were doing a site inspection for a property in Hunts Point Market. 
So two-story building, and they had antennas on the roof, which was part of the equation. So part of the site inspection was we had to get up on the roof and look at the equipment and the antennas. And so there was the engineer was there, the appraisers there, the brokers there, the borrower, myself. And so, you know, some of the people didn't want to go up on the roof. They didn't want to climb the ladder. It was kind of like narrow to get up top. And I was like, oh, come on, this is, you know, this is not a big deal. Let's just get up on the roof and get this done. And, you know, kind of, you know, making light of the situation that, you know, one or two of the people there didn't want to go through and climb up on the roof. So climb up, go through, get on the roof. We do our thing. You know, everything seems fine. And then I have to get down. And so I look at this little opening, (laughs) this little hatch that I came up through, which didn't seem like a big deal. And I was very gung-ho to go up. I was like, how the heck am I getting myself in this and getting down? And so you're in a suit. It was a winter month. So I have an overcoat on. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, this is embarrassing, but it took me a good minute to navigate myself just to even get on the ladder. You know, I had to take my coat off. (laughs) It was just... It got a little crazy. And there was a period there where I wasn't even sure I was getting down in one piece. And so once I finally got down and everyone else was down, you know, we had a good laugh at my expense, especially after my eagerness to get up there in the first place. So you never know what you're going to come across. You will climb to great heights to get a deal done, John. That's a lesson of the story. Yeah, I will climb to great heights and not think about (laughs) how I'm getting back down. (laughs) Anything for the client. That's a great story. Love that story. Thanks for sharing it. So I know you touched upon this a little bit, but I want to ask, what would you say makes you stand out amongst other lenders? Sure, absolutely. I'd love to actually get into that. So I think, you know, you hear that question a lot and people will ask you that question, especially if you're walking into a new broker shop or you're talking with a new client. I actually think that's a two-part question, right? And I've always looked at it that way. And that's how I try to represent myself in the market. So I look at it as people look at you two ways. What's the shop that you're with? And what is their reputation or, or what can they do? But I also think it's really important for people to look at as the loan officer or originator, you know, what can you do for them and what is your reputation and what do you bring to the table? So now the first part, you know, you work for who you work for and it's hard to control all aspects of the operation. And so as far as ready capital goes, I think we touched on it a little bit. I mean, a lot of the positives we have there is that we have a nice breadth of products and we have the ability to go with a formatted product like the SBL, the Freddie Mac agency product. And then we also have our fixed rate product, which we can go across all asset classes and something that we really could customize to our particular borrower. And then additionally, the bridge program gives us the ability to really look at unstabilized properties. So we have a nice breadth of properties, which I like. But as far as me personally, as a lender, like what makes me stand out? I think there's a couple of things. So first of all, I am a broker direct originator. I deal only with brokers. So I made this decision several years ago in the market that I didn't want to deal direct with clients and with brokers. So not that I'm directly competition for the brokers, but I want my broker clients to be comfortable knowing that I'm only dealing with them. So if a borrower comes to me direct, whether it's on their own, I'd refer them back to one of my brokers. If a borrower comes to me that came to me through a broker six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, four years ago, I'm going to refer them back to the broker. And it's a conscious decision I made years ago because working heavily in the Northeast, very broker driven. And I just want the brokers to know that we're on the same team. We're on the same side of the fence. If they're getting paid, I'm getting paid. If they're closing a loan, I'm closing a loan. And it's really how I've been representing myself over the years. And it's something that I'm really, really conscious about. Well, I hope at least that my broker clients really appreciate that. And I think that's one of the things that I think from a personal standpoint makes me stand out. And I think a second thing I try to be is always transparent 
with my broker clients, really tell them how it is. Don't try to sugarcoat it. Sometimes it gets to be an uncomfortable conversation, but I think in the end, the guys really just want to be told the real deal. And even if that means telling them I can't do something, they have to go somewhere else. I think better to win the war than lose that particular battle, than try to hold on to something and maybe, you know, sever a relationship. So those are the couple of things 100%. that I think helps me stand out. Love that. 100%. So John, you mentioned that we're starting to see, you know, the glimmers of hope of the situation coming to an end. What's your perspective on what it's going to take and what, you know, at least the world of commercial real estate finance will look like afterwards? Well, I think based on some of the things I'm reading and some of the calls we've had internally, I think it looks like for us that the anticipation is that things should start to really start to turn the corner towards the end of Q2, you know, with an eye on coming out strong in Q3. And I think that um, as far as I'm concerned at Ready Capital, it seems like we're full speed ahead. We're obviously guns blazing with Freddie Mac small balance. But I think towards the end of Q2 and ramping up for Q3, looking forward to the opportunity, start looking at more opportunities and across all the asset classes. So obviously, it almost seems like the updates are day to day at this point. But I do feel like there's a light at the tunnel and I'm hearing a lot of positive feedback, whether that's internally or even externally. So looking forward to the second half of 2020 for sure. Likewise. And I hope you're right about that. So John, want to tell us a little bit about what you've been keeping busy with during quarantine? So it's interesting. So being remote and being really busy, especially uh, as we mentioned with Freddie Capital getting involved in that PPP program. So it hasn't been as much downtime as I thought I would have during quarantine. Yeah, But I will tell you, one of the things that I have been doing at night has been getting into some Netflix shows and some YouTube shows. And this is probably going to date me a little bit because I'm going to reference the Karate Kid here. But a great series that I've really gotten into was Cobra Kai. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm throwing that out there, but I love it so much. It's been two seasons. I've actually watched it twice. <laughs> oh, wow. I got to check it out. I haven't seen it. Yaku, have you seen nope. it? We'll check it out. We'll check it out. You got to check it I out. I mean, you have to, I guess you have to like The Karate Kid. I know that's an 80s movie. So like I said, that's dating me a little bit here, but definitely a great spinoff, different perspective. So it's been a lot of fun. So John, we really enjoyed having you on the show. What is the best way for people to reach you? Anytime. And then always reachable via email at john.dpasquale at readycapital.com. Awesome. And we'll include that in the notes awesome. for the show as well. Thank you so much for joining us, John. Stay safe, stay healthy, and be well. Thank you so much. Looking really forward. appreciate you giving me a chance. To yeah, looking forward to doing some deals with you in the future. Take care, John. Thanks for joining us for this episode. We hope you learned something new. Tune in next week when we speak to another lender in the industry. Until then, take care. This was Bips, your peek into the lender landscape. As Jay-Z says, you don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. Kim. Everyone's already home. Oh.